Welcome, everyone, to the Brandology Podcast. We want this to be something that we ourselves find value in and want to listen to. I'm your host, Mark Mosier. Alongside me is co-host David Morrow. Each episode, we explore leadership, culture, brands, and interview leading business professionals and civic leaders. We also play brand culture trivia against our guests to make the experience entertaining and fun. So come join us and enjoy. And please don't forget to download the episodes and leave us a review. Thanks. Let's begin. Shout out to Mark and David for season two of Brandology. It's entertaining, funny, and full of cool stories. Play hilarious brand trivia and talk with famous guests like founders of iconic brands. Brandology is available everywhere now so go check it out and see for yourself welcome everyone to season two of the brandology podcast series this season we're going to reignite our brand stories our case studies and we're going to include feature exclusive interviews we're going to talk about epic product successes huge epic product fails and the rise and fall series of some of the most iconic brands. So come listen and please leave us a review. Hi everyone. My name is Christy Ballard. I'm the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Souls to Senior Living. We are an independent living company based out of Carlsbad, California, and we have 12 or 32, sorry, 32 communities in 12 states. And it's my honor and pleasure to have a few minutes with you to just talk briefly on a topic that is close to my heart called Don't Sell Yourself Short. <laughs> that is going to be my mission today is to uh, try to drive home to anyone who may need to hear it not to sell yourself short. All right. And let me kind of go through, I guess, what I mean by that. When I look back at my career and 20 plus years ago when I started this journey in senior living, I was a lot younger then and very um, unsure about my future. All I knew is that I wanted to have a bright future and I wanted to be able to make a good living and not worry about money because I struggled uh, growing up. Financially, my mom was a single mom, got pregnant in high school, and she struggled a lot. And I knew that I did not want to repeat history that way. Um, and she taught me a lot of great skills, especially how to continue to persevere and rise above any um, challenges in my life. But when it came to life skills and coping skills, as I was growing up in the senior living industry and encountering what real stress looks like <laughs> in sales. Um, it was hard, you know, because I'm the kind of person and probably many of you are as well, the kind of people that we want to do our best. We want to be the best. We, you know, we want to be the rock star. We want to have our teams become the rock star and, and make sure that they're successful. We, you know, enjoy seeing people exceed their goals and be able to, to have pride in what they do and what they bring home to their families. And I know that was a main motivator for me, but with that um, responsibility came in my story, a lack of life skills and coping skills to deal with the negative 
feelings that I had along the way when it came to just coping with life on life's terms. And, you know, when things didn't go my way, <laughs> when we didn't hit our goals, uh, or when I had team members that I believed in that for whatever reason didn't work out and things of that nature. Uh, it was a challenge for me along the way, learning how to deal with that. I grew uh, in the ranks, so to speak, pretty fast. I became a national director of a large company by the time I was 30. And I ended up after a couple of years having to take a step back. Uh, and just, you know, you can't see the forest through the trees. When you're real close to something, you don't know what the problems are. You don't, or, or you may know the problems, but you don't know the solutions. And in hindsight, I can say to you that uh, one of the tools that was that was missing from my toolbox is that I didn't have enough mentors. I didn't have a support network, a group of people that I could call on at any time to be able to bounce things off of them and talk to them openly about what was going on and get their input. So I'm going to ask that question of you. What tools are in your toolbox for when things get tough? And 2020, we've certainly had a lot of getting tough, right? And, you know, that is a really good question, especially now to ask yourself, what tools do you have in your toolbox, especially for when times get tough? Uh, another aha moment for me is not only did I not have a strong network of people I could lean on, but I wasn't setting boundaries. I mean, plain and simple, I had become what they often refer to as a yes girl. I, you know, again, wanted people to like me, wanted to make everybody happy. And I said yes to every request and everything that was asked of me. And it just wasn't humanly possible for me to, to execute successfully everything that I had agreed to. <laughs> uh, so I guess you could say setting boundaries was not a strength of mine back then. And one of the tools that is now in my toolbox is setting healthy boundaries. I am certainly a team player and absolutely want to do all I can, but we have to keep it real, right? We have to make sure that we are setting healthy boundaries. And that was a big learning experience for me in doing so. I had never been taught that. And it was something that I had to learn the hard way, right? And sometimes that's just the way it is. So mentors and having a strong support network key also setting boundaries is key then uh, so when everything kind of came to a head for me i took a step back as i mentioned before uh, self-reflection is another tool in my toolbox you have to pause and no pun intended with the trees in the background, but you have to be able to see the forest through the trees. And again, when you're really close to it, you have to take a step back. And sometimes that means swallowing your pride because when you work as hard as we do and you're striving to reach your goals and to exceed them, it's hard to take steps back. Are you kidding me? This is what I've been working so hard for. Why in the world would I take a step back? Well. Sometimes it's necessary. You gotta take a few steps back to take more steps forward. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, I and that's what I did. And it wasn't necessarily uh, something that I was happy about at the time, but it was necessary and it helped me get to where I am today because it gave me that space to self-reflect and to learn from my mistakes and to learn from the experience. So self-reflection, learning from my mistakes is another tool in my toolbox and not just from you know self-reflection and as, as it relates only to me but just self-reflection as a whole of whatever it may be that i need to take a closer look at then here was the other thing that i uh was like really am i really that controlling <laughs> i realized what a control freak i was okay i you know always thought that i empowered other people and invested in them and delegated and i had another aha wait a minute i actually am taking on way too much and can and being very very controlling it was like being a director of a play and trying to make sure everybody memorizes their lines and then getting all whacked out when people (laughs) didn't uh you know, say their lines to a T. Uh, It's funny because there's a girl that now works with me that worked with me 15 years ago. And she was like, oh my gosh, Christy, you have changed so much. And I'm happy to say for the better. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I had a lot of success back then. So what I did was working in the moment, but the tools I have in my toolbox now are tools I can use for the long haul, okay? They're tools that will sustain growth, sustainable growth, not just short-term growth and uh, and retention, right? Because employee retention is critical, especially in today's day and time. We have to really put a lot of effort and time and, and, and thought into how to retain good people. So that was enlightening to, to hear her feedback as well. And so, you know, not being such a control freak, empowering other people, realizing that there is a power greater than myself that I have to put my faith into. Those were all, again, important lessons and tools in my toolbox now. Um, The other part of all this is that, you know, trying to make sure that I was taken seriously not only as a woman leader, but at that time, not so much now as a younger woman leader, I, you know, was pretty intense and serious and, you know, unsure of how to deliver news when it wasn't good news, right? And what I've come to the realization over all these years is that anything can be said when it's said with kindness and respect, okay? So whatever the content of the conversation If it's said with kindness and respect, and I always try to reflect and make sure that I'm coming from that place, you know, I can say difficult things and I can address difficult topics and, you know, and keep it real, but do it in a way that is kind and respectful. Okay. And when you do things with kindness and respect and professionalism, you can't go wrong. So that is something that I've learned from one of my favorite people and mentors. His name is Ed and he suits up and he shows up and everything he does comes from uh, his heart, from a good place. 
no matter what he needs to address, he just does it with the utmost kindness and the utmost respect. And I've just learned from him that you just can never go wrong with that. So here's what I'm gonna leave you with, okay? Do away with limits for yourself and limits that you place on others. Because the bottom line is, your mind cannot even conceive or comprehend the possibilities that are out there at your fingertips and at the fingertips of those that you support. So dream big. And I think that's what people mean when they say that. Dream big, what does that mean? It means that you are capable of way more than you ever imagined. So if you think something is impossible, you need to change your thinking and realize it is possible. It's just a matter of getting really clear on what is at hand, what needs to be done, work together as a group to identify those steps, work together to be open, honest, and willing as a team to address those things and to do what needs to be done. Self-reflect and make adjustments, whether it's personally and your personal growth or together professionally as a team, and move forward, upward and onward, whether we're in a pandemic or not a pandemic, it doesn't matter. We need to approach things with the same um, zealous attitude and the sky is truly the limit. I never imagined my life could be as wonderful as it is today. And I want all of you to, if you're not experiencing your dreams in your reality, I want that for you and I know it's possible. So looking forward to getting to know everyone better during this Brandology 2021 Female Leadership Summit. And thank you so much for your time. And no matter what you're doing, have fun doing it. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, Mark and I are really grateful you guys listen and download. We're trying to make this season even better with brand stories and cool interviews with uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and things from behind the scenes that we just can't find anywhere else. We're trying to make this something we ourselves enjoy listening to. Do us a favor, please leave us a review. When you go into Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, just shoot us a review. That really matters and it helps us keep this going. Again, thanks for listening. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe. Turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening. 